This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, we've been talking a lot about housing this past week, both the national housing strategy announced and Vancouver officially unveiling its 10-year housing plan. And Mike Klassen, who writes a column in the Vancouver Courier, has written about housing and specifically talking about aging in place and the aging demographic. And Mike Klassen joins me on the line now. Mike, great to have you back on the show. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, last time uh, we were talking a bit, uh, well, we've always talked about density and about uh, populations and housing and the issues with housing. Uh, you were specifically looking at, at aging in place and the impact that has on housing affordability. Walk us through a bit uh, what you've touched on in this column. Yeah, I was trying to draw a bit of a line between uh, the fact that we have um, uh, a housing affordability crisis, as we talk about quite a bit, and the fact that we have, as a society and through government policy, have been really pushing the idea that we are going to live at home um, and the idea that we would sit in you know, a home that we raised a family in, presumably, and uh, occupy that space uh, until uh, the end of our life. And um, I thought that when I went to speak to um, council, as you know, I, I, I do work in the area of seniors' um, uh, care, and the, uh, the subject came up of uh, Casa Mia, which is a heritage home in, in southwest Vancouver, where there's very little or new, no long-term care going through a rezoning. And, and um, I tried to kind of make council realize that if we encourage people to remain in single-family homes their entire lives, those single-family homes do not come onto the market for a long time, and that will uh, reduce supply and drive uh, unaffordability. So I decided to delve into this uh, a little bit more and discovered that, you know, the idea of aging in place is, um, I think, really been misunderstood. And we, and because we haven't provided housing alternatives for a lot of uh, seniors, uh, this we sort of created this problem for ourselves. And that's certainly part of the 10-year housing strategy uh, that was officially uh, unveiled this past week as well, is the idea was almost, uh, it seems, like the war on the single-family home neighborhood. And council wants density and wants uh, townhouses, they want row houses, they want to pack more people in, which I get. Uh, but you're right, there are there is a certain uh, part of the population that does want to stay at home, or or even if they don't, it's it's not as though there's another alternative that's an attractive alternative out there. Well, precisely, and nobody's suggesting that we tell people to to leave. But the statistics that I discovered, such as the fact that 29 percent of uh, seniors are living alone, which drives social isolation, which in turn drives um, severe health challenges. Um, it's a, the equivalent of uh, smoking up to you know they say about 15 packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, is to have that lack of connectedness with with family and friends. And so um, this is something that I've been talking about personally for quite a long time, but, um, you know, housing that is age-appropriate would include things like elevators. You know, if you're going to build a four- or six-story building, you know, stairs are are not terribly practical when when you have less in mobility. That kind of dries up the cost. You're looking at, you know, the kind of construction that's going to... uh, uh, require, you know, additional infrastructure, probably uh, a little bit of parking. And, and, and that's become harder and harder to do in our city. And, and I feel like um, now that we're, you know, kind of doing this uh, 10-year plan, I hope that we're able to integrate more uh, seniors into that plan. Although 
that's something that I haven't really heard too much about yet from the mayor. I haven't uh, gone into the nitty-gritty details of, of this plan, but I, I really think it's important that we, we start thinking about a city that ages well as well as welcomes uh, young families. Uh, although I suppose if you look at it, if the, it's the idea of rezoning and a single-family home lot could be rezoned to have uh, a, townhouse, a townhouse, a laneway house, a row house, uh, that is something that could help people who otherwise might be forced out of their homes for, for money reasons and that maybe they can't pay the property taxes or they can't pay, they can't continue with the upkeep of the homes if they're able to subdivide and, and still stay perhaps in one of the units. Um, and that's the thing that um, my research for my column in the Vancouver Courier came across is the idea of place itself is not necessarily a homestead or an exact home. Um, it, it was a study done by the Gerontology Society of, of America, and they really talked about uh, when they did survey and talk to a lot of seniors, they were more interested in the place itself, including the neighborhood, the you know, the coffee shops, the libraries, the, um, in, in my mom's case, she loves to go for her swimming in the morning. Um, uh, and uh, also, um, you know, medical services being nearby. And just the places that we shop, the connection that we have to our, our parks. And so that's the kind of thing that um, we should be thinking about when we're, you know, developing policy that is encourage, encouraging people to stay at home. And by the way, we also had created an enormous number of tax incentives for people to stay at home for uh, it's sort of becoming less of an issue here in Vancouver, but we had the, the homeowners grant that uh, uh, meant that you would pay lower property taxes. And, and that still uh, affects a lot of families and a lot of seniors around the province. Uh, and talking, you mentioned uh, Casamia, which I know you've been very involved with. Uh, does that show us too, in that there was some opposition to that and people weren't sure about uh, rezoning something, a heritage, a huge property uh, for that for a long-term care facility? Uh, does it show too that we need more education or more more openness when it comes to facilities like that? Oh, absolutely. You know, and when I listened to the comments of the city councillors themselves, and I realized that there was a knowledge gap there that was really important. So it makes makes uh, the job of going out and talking to the public and talking to even our elected officials to understand what it really means to be in that kind of end of life time of uh, and and the kind of things that you need. You're you're not. Um, you know, you're not needing a parking space as much, although it, it, you do need to have connection to family. The Casamia example is an interesting one. It, you know, obviously it saved an old heritage property, uh, integrates the neighborhood. But I, I sense, and this is the thing that I think overall about this plan that is going to be very hard. It is really hard to make affordable housing in the city. Uh, just hands down. I've, I've got another project that I'm, that I'm involved with and I'm seeing the numbers. And even if you have free land, um, the cost of uh, labor and construction is so high. They're proposing now to make half of this housing for people with incomes of less than eighty thousand dollars, which is going to uh, going to make it a very very tall order. But I, as I'm sort of saying, we need to make sure that we're thinking about our seniors as we are um, planning our neighborhoods. All right, Mike, we'll have to leave it there. But thank you so much. Always good to talk to you.
appreciate it, Jill. Thanks a lot. That is uh, Mike Klassen. He has a column. If you want to check out the column, you can go online to the Vancouver Courier and read more about that. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, if you've driven at all by VGH on 10th Avenue, you know that it's more chaotic than usual right now. We're going to check in with the ambulance paramedics of BC to see what they have to say about the work that's being done and uh, the new bike lanes that are being built on that stretch of road. Stick with us. We'll talk about that when we return. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.